I'm Kevin Jones. And I'm Chris Moore. And we started the homos on Haunted Hill so that we can throw a party. A horror film party. <laughs> It'll be quite amusing. There'll be madmen and chainsaws and ghosts and perhaps even a few murders. You're all invited. I have a very, very important question to ask you and our <laughs> listeners today. Oof. Do Shoot. unborn babies dream? <gasps> oh, we're getting political here. Yeah. Oh my! You didn't wow. expect that, did you? No. Nope. Not on this not podcast. On this podcast. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Not on Haunted mm-hmm. Hill. But we're we're no. gonna go there because a Nightmare on Elm Street Five, the Dream Child, doesn't really go there. But it should have, I think. <laughs> I think it could have been like a political statement film. But no, no, they were like. We're going to bring it up once and then just not go through with it. Like, I mean, we do get like an, an elaborate MRI sequence. Yes. But yeah. But they bring up very quickly, like, have you thought about aborting this baby? <laughs> and mm, then mm. she's like, no, I want to keep it because it's part of Dan. But like if she had, okay. she could have spared the lives of like all of her friends. She could have just been like, you know what? All my friends are going to die if I don't do this. Like, that would be like a real Sophie's Choice kind of a moment. But they don't go Mm -hmm. there. Like, are are my friends more important? Or this baby that I haven't met? Like, you know, I don't know. It could have been like a fun moral dilemma. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. The the movie doesn't really want to go there, you know. No. But it... It looks cool. Yeah. It looks cool. It's got some great practical effects. And isn't that what matters? I, I, when you're five entries in... I mean. ex- it, it's true. Yeah, 89, not exactly, you know, the high point of the anything, really. But, uh... Well, it, listen, Jason went to Manhattan. and Jason did go to Manhattan, yes. That's all that, all that matters. <laughs> did he, though? Um, he did. He was there for five minutes, okay? Like, that's... He he had it was really more of a layover in Manhattan uh, yeah. before he was yeah. regenerated to a child with toxic waste or whatever that was. But that's <laughs> you know what ahead of its time ahead of its time. <laughs> Did he catch a matinee of cats while he was there? Probably he was still playing them. Probably probably took Phantom a maybe chorus line and Phantom and yeah. all yeah. the big hits of '89. <laughs> he saw them all. <laughs> Just imagine you're like watching cats in the mezzanine and you turn around and there's just this dude in a hockey mask just like, like what the fuck is this? Well, is this the universe where everybody knows about the Friday the 13th movies? Because then you'll be know. like, oh my God, it's Jason! It's Jason! Are you oh my one God. of the cats? I love oh your work. Oh my God. At tonight's performance, the, the role of Rum Tum Tugger will be played by Jason Voorhees. Oh my gosh. I saw him on the Arsenio Hall show. He was so good. He's so articulate. Jason's the president. <laughs> Beautiful. Mm-hmm. I can see it. Whereas Freddie would, would just be cracking jokes the whole time. You know, the usher would try yeah. to kick him out and he'd be like, you know what, bitch? Yeah. <laughs> I don't you, think so. You call this a cat? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. 
<laughs> I can sing memories. Midnight, Freddy's coming for you now. God, that would be terrible. That'd be really bad. I would not want to be in front of Freddy at a show. Because not only oh, no. would he be loud and think he's funnier than anything on stage, but he probably <clears throat> smells so bad. Like, who oh, do you God, think yeah. would be the killer who would probably smell the worst? I mean, I'm sure none of them smell good since they've been killed like 45 times each, you know, so they're undead. But I mean, yeah. Freddy was burnt. Like, that can't smell good. It's, it's, he's probably Freddy. Yeah. It's got to be nasty. I mean, J- Jason's been underwater so many times, but yeah. I-, I think probably Freddy, though, you know? Yeah, he's, he's got to be pretty stinky. Yeah. How do you think Pinhead smells? I feel like probably like lavender sexy? and lilac. Yeah. 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 He's probably like enticing. intoxicating. Like you're like, what's right. that smell? Oh, that smells so good. And then you yeah. turn around and it's Pinhead. You're like, Pinhead. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know it was you. It. <laughs> Snuck up on me, you little, uh, little yeah. minx. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I have such lilacs to show you. Oh. Chucky just smells like plastic and copper. Probably plastic, and, uh, yeah. Yeah. Chucky probably smells pretty clean. Yeah. 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 Leatherface, he, he probably doesn't smell good. Leatherface, okay, yeah. T- I gotta take that back, because it's really hot in Texas, yeah. and it doesn't look yeah. like they have running water, so I don't, he probably smells right. really bad. And he's got yeah. human skin on his face. He's got he's human skin. in the yeah. heat. You know, that, that can't yeah. be good. Can't be super hygienic. And they make like head no. cheese, which I've never had. I don't want to. It sounds really disgusting. I'm sure it smells bad. Yeah, right. Yeah, I don't want uh, that in my you life. Know. My cousin tried to make it last Christmas, but we were like, you know, let's let's go a different direction. Yeah. Okay, it's like let's just you stick know. with turkey. Turkey is a crowd right. pleaser. It's, it's a it's a classic. Come on. I brought the head cheese for the festivities. Get the fuck out. Get out. <laughs> I don't need you in my life. Where's the peppermint bark? Fuck you. <laughs> like, I want that. Where's the cranberry sauce? <laughs> yeah. If it is, in fact, cranberry sauce. <laughs> mm. I have no idea what film you're talking about. I've only seen know. Thanksgiving from last year, so <laughs> I do. It is the only Thanksgiving slasher film ever uh, made. Only ever. Ever. <laughs> I love Eli Roth. He's my hero. Oh, he's so good. Oh, I love man. when the eyeball comes out in Hostel. It's so hot. It was a defining <laughs> moment in my life. When the eyeball was taken off with the tweezers, I was like, wow, this is, this is true art. This is my favorite kind of movie. I wish more movies had people's eyeballs being cut off. <laughs> Well, you're in luck because there was a whole decade of those movies. Do we have a Netflix section for you? For you, yep. They really should just have like an eye tra- trauma section. Oh yeah, you know, to be absolutely should. They probably do. I don't. I, I they probably I, do. I, yeah, they've got know. everything. Hmm. Oh, everything! Wow. Well, this is the end of our nightmare journey for now. <clears throat> yeah, we're not doing F- F- Freddy's Dead, y'all, because that movie never happened. I it doesn't even exist to me, to quote Nancy from the Craft. You know, yeah. There's just why would we want to do that? No, to you no. and to mm-hmm. us. I mean, it's just right. Why? And if you're like, why aren't they covering New Nightmare? Well, then you haven't been listening to us for very long, Where and you're not you true been? fans. So bye. Yeah. <laughs> Where have you been? We already did that. 
we are like a year ago okay yeah like two novembers ago or something but it's two years ago i don't know yeah i don't i can't keep track anymore (laughs) i know we did it november and last november i think the only thing we ended up doing was like parents and (laughs) something else i don't remember what but i don't but uh something like that yeah we've done it maybe i'll put it in the episode description if you want to go find it folks um but it's back there and uh yeah but yeah this is the end of the you know main i don't know what you'd call it alice arc i guess yeah i mean i i also do like to think of this as kind of the end of the sort of traditional franchise because the other ones aren't even called nightmare on elm street it's kind of like right true friday the 13th part eight is really like the last mm-hmm. of the traditionals yeah um, the paramount eight yeah. yeah and then it starts to just be called J- jason does this he goes to hell he, mm-hmm. he's mm-hmm. he's x he's what i don't know yeah, <laughs> yeah. jason is true. x whatever that means um <laughs> we never found it. <laughs> and he's like battling freddy and it's freddy versus jason it's you know so it's like they don't really call it friday the 13th anymore and after this yeah. they don't call it nightmare on elm street so this is the, this is the end of the traditional i think yeah yeah absolutely absolutely and uh i don't you weren't quite born yet i don't think uh i would have been it very young here come out this was 89 was but it was 89 was it like early I think it was august or something okay I mean, so I, no, I was i was not born at that point yeah i was getting very very but. close Yes. In fact, you... <laughs> it's time to reveal I am the dream child. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> Surprise. Freddy, Freddy was whispering you the whole time. <laughs> it's true. In this, like Amanda at times almost feels like she might be the dream master. And I'm like, you know. May- oh, now that would know. be a fun twist. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, she's in part but... three. She's not so much in part four. But she does come yeah, back I was in this one. So curious about that. Like, did she did she have something better to do that day, that week? She yeah. Didn't decide to show up for part four. Like, just you know, like, they're like, oh, those kids are fine. They don't need me. <laughs> they're okay. They'll make it. What's she been doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where the fuck has she been? I mean, I get <laughs> Freddie's dead because she's she's probably super religious and she's like, oh, I can't with those gays, you know. But <laughs> Freddie's dead. There were gays. Sorry, not Freddie's dead. Freddie's revenge. Oh, oh, I was Freddy's like, I was yeah. like, where were the Freddy's, and Freddy's dead? Freddy's something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, she can't probably. be bothered. No, she's <clears throat> like, they can save themselves. Yeah. <laughs> Although this movie does end with her getting the Freddy's revenge treatment. The ending is exactly the mm-hmm. same. His glove just pops out from her stomach. True. So maybe that's what she gets for not trying to help the gays in part two. Okay, Amanda? Hmm? Yep. You bigot? Yep. yep. Amanda's a fucking bigot. That is canon. We're going to bring it out now. We're going to we're gonna bring it up. It's She only wants to save certain kids on Elm, Elm mm-hmm. Street. I find that mm-hmm. very problematic. Okay? <laughs> I also like how nobody Asshole. seems to know like ex- exactly how many kids have died on the street. Like at one point she's like, oh, it was like 20 or 30 <laughs> yeah, or 50. Who knows? <laughs> bring it up in this like they're very spe- spe- yeah. specific like he yeah, killed like, eh. 20 to 30 kids 22 30 yeah. give or take you know una- unaccounted for are there still some <laughs> right. like milk cartons somewhere in springwood elementary i mean i we don't, don't know. know where they went off we to. don't know <laughs> and then like at the graduation sequence like 
nobody's bringing up the fact that like half this class has been offed by <laughs> no freddy at this point it probably <laughs> explains why it seems like dan is the valedictorian um <laughs> which just moved there right. for the valedictorian uh, not four? so much yeah. <laughs> like he didn't seem like the time but all the smart all the smart kids were off so what are you gonna do <laughs> i mean they killed sheila in the last one yeah. she was probably yeah. groomed to be the valedictorian <laughs> And mm-hmm. so somehow Dan weaseled his way in there. Apparently. <laughs> There's only Dan like the man. 10, 10 kids at this graduation now. <laughs> so sad. And yet they still don't believe in Freddy. I'm like, what more no. do you need? Half this class is gone. Like this is. There's got to be. There's got to be something. Buffy kind of does something like this too. We're like, there's this weird like. Like anytime something weird happens, people just kind of forget about it. Like after after yeah. a second, and it's just like I, I feel like there's some weird curse in this town or something where they just they just forget, you know? Yeah, it's like, weird. I, like, does Ryan Murphy like own this town? It's like they just bring Maybe. up all these things and just discard them. Like we don't need to Maybe. think about that. That was weird. That was a little <laughs> one off thing. We're just gonna pretend like it never ha- 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 happened. You know, just God. <laughs> Ridiculous. Now cut to that that guy getting blown by some other guy over here. Yeah, I wish. I mean, really. Yeah, that is one one thing he does very well. It's like let's bring in the bring in stuff for the gays. Yeah, good. Yeah, good for you, Mister Murphy. I do. I do want to watch that new feud series. I, I probably will too. at some point. Yeah, I do too. I hate to admit but it, but I, 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 I don't I think he wrote or directed any of it. So I think we might we might yeah. be safe. That's, that's probably probably. And it's sort of based on a true story, so at least they have, like, a structure. I feel like he does really well when he does, like, the stuff that's actually based on a real thing. For the most part, yeah. Like, he actually has a beginning, a middle, and an end. He doesn't have to be like, okay, I've got a great beginning, but where is it going to (sighs) go? Where does it go? Uh, every season of American Horror Story, it starts out, oh, that's kind of interesting. And then it like kind of builds and you're like, okay, this is weird, but I'm into it. And then it just completely bombs. Like yeah. it's just every single fucking season. And then he's like, if we throw in enough cool guest stars and random musical numbers, maybe people won't notice. It's like, no, right. we'll notice. No, we noticed. I, I, it's, it's not cool. No. Like, Too much. Pathetic. Yeah. But. Oh, man. Alas. Alas. Did you say well, Alice or Alas? Alice. <laughs> I don't know. Alice Alas. Yeah. We love her. Welcome to Wonderland. Oh, that was a good shot. You know, Freddy yeah. is not funny in this one, and he's trying really no. hard to be, but it's well, like... a lot of the jokes are, like, recycled. Like, the soul food one. Yeah, I'm like, come on, get, get a new bit here come on back by popular demand from yeah someone he says bitch multiple times and i'm like we get it like that's like his one thing he calls everybody bitch he's just like a rupaul drag drag queen yeah basically he's just like yo bitch like (laughs) yo bitch um i just like it he feels like like (laughs) it's almost like uh, it's like if your dad was pretending to be freddy krueger for halloween (laughs) Like it yeah. just it feels like the jokes are very like dad jokes mm-hmm. in this one, mm-hmm. and his makeup looks weird too. Like it doesn't feel right. Yeah, it's less spooky yeah. and more just kind of goofy. I don't know. It just doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't land completely. But he was an ugly baby. I'm just gonna say it. Jesus, what a Christ. fucking ugly baby. <laughs> Some babies just don't need to be born. Okay, this is not. Yeah. Oh, good God! And like he he hadn't even been burnt yet. 
and he no. looked like that as a baby like come on i don't i don't know exactly what they were going for like i don't, I don't know either because i just don't hmm. yeah it's i mean i guess it's a nightmare so he's like nightmare baby for Freddy, right not like traditional baby you for yeah you could argue that maybe this is not how the baby actually looked but it's just like the nightmare version not. of it but i would i would hope not and no i would curb stomp that fucker so quickly <laughs> if it was real Get like the that's baby. scary yeah. <laughs> that thing is terrifying <laughs> Like that, like you see that baby, and you're like, that baby is going to be up to no good. I we we can't mm-hmm. have this. We just, we just crawling around and shrieking and making <laughs> windows explode and church churches. <laughs> like it's just going to be a nuisance. Oh God. Oh. George H. W. Bush, who's president at this point, he orders like that baby just be. Taken somewhere else, you know. <laughs> yeah. He's like, "This aggression will not stand." <laughs> Freddy Krueger, leave my country. <laughs> hmm. I think he did that. Actually, I think That's so. Why I think little, so. There was a little break between this and Freddy's dead. It was like, yeah. And then Freddy went to Germany, and that's when the wall came down, and it was, oh, it was a whole that thing. Explains you know? everything. <laughs> it, it does actually. <laughs> Freddy Life baby mirrors Arthur sh- shrieked, and it went. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little known fact they, they don't want to teach you that in schools these days uh, oh there's so much they, they want to talk about fucking columbus and you know no, they don't teach you the real facts stick Ugh. with us kids <laughs> we've got all the scoop a reading <laughs> rainbow reading rainbow <laughs> bitch you can do anything <laughs> I believe in you. <laughs> I believe the children are our future. Stick them in my stomach and see their <laughs> screaming face. <laughs> Where's the stomach of souls in this one? Did they all escape yeah. in the last one and now it's just flat stomach again? That's boring. Maybe. He has to reset. Yeah. He needs more on the on the tummy he needs to get more yeah. more, in, more in there get some souls on those bones yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. poor freddy starving <laughs> it's more souls for only five dollars a month you can support a <laughs> freddy you need please help me <laughs> i need soul food <laughs> That's <laughs> just everything. He's just bitch right afterwards. <laughs> I'm back, bitch. It's like share. Like I don't know why this actually sounds more basically yeah. more like share. Yeah. I mean you're not bears, bitch. <laughs> I got you, bitch. <laughs> why has no one thought of share playing for Freddy in Freddy Krueger? She reboot? Do it. Oh, she would totally do it. I'm Frederica Kruger, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you burned me, but you ain't seen the last of me. <laughs> you haven't seen the last of me. It'll be like her 10th farewell tour and oh, good stuff. It'll be good great. Dark lady, laugh and dance when the Freddy on the floor. Ah, <laughs> oh, if only. So it would have to be a mu- mu- musical, of course. Well, obviously. 
Yeah, I mean, you can't just yeah, have yeah. share and have no musical numbers. That would no. be silly. What is this, Moonstruck? No, uh-uh, we're not going to yeah. do that. <laughs> no, no, thank you. No. No, thank you. <laughs> It'd be great. Oh, uh, wow. This one's not a musical, though, at all. This one's not a musical. Um, Which is a shame. I think it could use... I think it would have added something numbers. a little extra to it. Yeah. yeah. Twice movies, I just don't feel like I have a whole lot to say about. I mean, it's... I it's, don't either. It's fine. It's okay. It's not yeah. terrible. It's just it's not really good, but it's it could could have been worse, I guess. And uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's some of the dream sequences are kind of creative. I like the comic book one. We'll get to it. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's yeah. A, it's, a, it's a strange one <clears throat> in that mm-hmm. it it does have the courage to bring back beloved char- characters, which is nice. Yes, I like that yes. continuity. Um, mm-hmm. and I would say like the first act of this, like maybe like the first half hour is pretty strong. Like you're kind of like, okay, yeah. where's this going? Like it's sort of yeah. bringing back that mythology about Amanda and the asylum and how Freddie was born and all that stuff. Yeah. And you're like, okay, where's this mm-hmm. going? This is interesting. And there's at, at some point in the middle of the movie, um, I kind of tune out. Me too. It's like maybe like not enough people die or there's like the stakes don't seem high. Enough. There's something where I'm just like, why is this all of a sudden getting really dull for like yeah. about 20, 25 minutes? Yeah, agreed. And then the last act is visually really cool. Um, but I don't know what's happening I have no at all. idea. It is maybe yes. the weirdest ending of the franchise. Right. Um, I don't know what's going on with like Freddie merging with Alice and they have like two heads and then uh-huh. Jacob like vomits like a a string of souls into for Freddie and uh-huh. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> it's very weird. There's a lot of questions. Yeah. Well, what do you need to know, folks, about this movie? It of course is directed by Stephen Hopkins here. Hopkins is known for Predator 2, uh, Blown Away, Lost in Space, that classic from 1998. I think that's getting like a 4K. I think I saw that. And it's, uh, it's, I, it's I've been waiting. <laughs> I've been checking the calendar. <laughs> I know. You tell me every day, where is Lost in Space 1997? <sighs> Well, right after I complain about North, where is my North 30th anniversary 4K? Oh, Kevin. That's all I want. Kevin, all you're going to die on that hill. That is a hill. I want it so bad. We will find you there in 30 <laughs> years, wasted away with a little oh, I just want sign that's like, where's North on 4K? <laughs> like, he died for a really weird cause, y'all. He really was like, oh, I just he went it. all out for I that. That's all I've ever wanted gonna keep speaking it into existence i mean someone yeah. somewhere has got to put that out i mean, you would think it's it's you know it, anyway <laughs> other than that tragedy <laughs> <laughs> this was uh written by leslie boehm who is a man by the way oh, and well, uh <laughs> in case anyone wasn't wondering <laughs> leslie could kind of go either way you know <laughs> Um, he wrote Dante, Dante's Peak and uh, Nowhere to Run. Also did some uncredited rewrites on Jason Goes to Hell, that classic. Oh. 
I mean, I'd want to be uncredited too. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Although, listen, last, the last time I watched that, it was kind of a hoot and a half. It's kind of fun. I'm not going to lie. I hated it the last time I watched it. So maybe we need to revisit just so I, I can see do. if I have changed my opinion at all. You said <sighs> to have an open mind, like very open. <laughs> well, in fairness, I I did a marathon. So I watched all eight of them. And then I got mm. by the time I got to that one, I was just so fucking jasoned out anyway. Yeah. That it was like, yeah, it was so maybe on its own, I would appreciate it more. But because yeah. well, it's exhausting because it's like the exact same movie for like eight movies. And then all of a sudden yeah. it's like we have Jason goes to hell and you're like, what is this? Right. It's a little shock to the system there. Why, why is Leslie Jordan showing up? Okay. Hey, Leslie. Uh, why not? Speaking of Leslie's. <laughs> That's yeah. <what> I like <laughs> to know. Who is also a man. <laughs> yes. Was a man, I should say. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> but, yeah. So, some brief production stuff. Not as much on this one. Uh, so, after The Dream Master was released in 1988... Uh, like we said, it was a financial success, and um, the, at the time, the highest-grossing film in the series. They also greenlit Freddy's Nightmares, that TV anthology series around this time period. And uh, yeah, the franchise was kind of at its highest uh, point in the zeitgeist at this point. You know, you, Freddy was everywhere, and uh, so, like I said, they bring in Leslie Bowen, um, who originally pitches. Uh, the basic storyline during pre-production on Dream Warriors, so a few years back. I think we mentioned that actually. Yeah. And they so. were like, "We're not ready. We're not ready for this." You know. Uh, da, 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 da. So, oh yeah, we talked about like, like apparently Sarah Risher had an issue with this, but like you said, she's kind of given conflicting things about that in interviews mm-hmm. since then. But um, this says after giving birth, Risher started to think about the storyline and realized that the teenagers who had watched the original film were now starting to grow up and have their own families, which is true. Um, that was something we saw a lot in horror in like the late eighties, early nineties, the sort of transition from like the teen stuff to the more kind of erotic thriller and yuppies in peril. Right. Kind yeah. of vibe for a lot of the stuff. So I, I can understand why they, I mean, they're still not old in this. They just graduated high school, but like, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, you can see that transition kind of starting to happen, I guess. Yeah, there is a bit of a um, maturity to this one as opposed to the others, which is more like, you know, oh, who's going to ask me to the homecoming dance? Whereas this is like, how right. am I going to feed a baby? I'm 18. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. A little, a little different. heavier. Yeah. Pre-production was challenging, primarily due to the frequently changing script, which seems to be a recurring theme. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus. So di- director Stephen Hopkins recalled that the bulk of the fil- final film came from Leslie Boehm's script, but um, John Skip and Craig Spector also added material, which caused the Writers Guild of America to intervene. And that was a whole thing. Uh, I guess the original draft that Boehm wrote had Alice and her friends rehearsing a school performance of Medea, uh, which he said was very weird, which sounds very weird. Um, well... I mean, I don't know what that would have added to anything. I mean, Medea uh, kills yeah. her kids, I guess, maybe. I know, that's the only, like, of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess it has something to do with motherhood and monstrous motherhood. Like, I don't know. I guess they all still would have been seniors then if they were rehearsing for some show. Yeah, but all right. wait a second. Yeah, because if they're graduating at the beginning, yeah. why would they still yeah. be rehearsing the show? That's a significant change there, but okay. Like a community theater production or something? I mean, that's I, Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. 
uh, Hopkins wanted the, the film to have a lot of gothic imagery, which it does have some. It does. And, uh, yeah, so you got all these, like, footage of towers and castles and dungeon-like asylums and all that stuff. Uh, the final editing was challenging due to the demands made by the MPAA. This was that time when they were cutting things left and right. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Although this one did get an, an uncut VHS release early on. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they I remember released that. the yeah. R one and the uncut one, and for some reason the the uncut one has never been released on DVD or Blu-ray. I'm like, this yeah, that is strange. Clearly exists. Like, just if you have to take it from a VHS, just do it. You know, right? That is weird. Well, uh, we're talking about them, so maybe we'll get some fine, finally get some 4Ks now. Yeah, we'll please, see. Please, please, yeah. we 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 dream of this, people. We do. Yeah. We dream of this. Yeah. I think it would be a huge seller. Who whoever uh-huh. gets the rights, those would fly off fly off the shelves. Yeah. I guess the biggest cuts here were to Mark and Greta's deaths, um, to avoid being classified as X or NC seventeen. Yeah, as we now Greta's refer to Greta's is very brief in this. This uh, there the, yeah. the uncut one like. I, I seem to remember like he cuts open the doll and like all these intestines spew out and he like feeds it to mm-hmm. her and then he like feeds her 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 own in, in te- intestines and shit like from her stomach yeah. it's it's like a whole thing there but nasty deaths in this one yeah Just oh yeah very yeah. very like maybe it's the nastiest i don't know mm-hmm. that dan's is just so fucking weird like it's almost yeah. like hellraiser ish but like yeah. like techno hellraiser or something it's exactly. just very weird um yeah and uh yeah that's most of the production stuff here let's see it opened on august 11th 1989 in uh about 2000 theaters in north america um it fell behind parenthood oh uh, understandable yeah but kind of funny in the same way (laughs) yeah because similar themes right it's like a darker version <laughs> of Parenthood, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> There's no Diane Weiss, but I think she could have made a really good um, Amanda Kruger at some Amanda, point. Amanda, she would have been so That would have been great. <laughs> There's still time. You're sorry, Freddie? <laughs> well, I'm sorry! <laughs> Is that mm. Diane K- Keaton? Yeah, why did I say, why was I thinking Diane Keaton. Anyway, I'm very that's how tired I am. You, but <laughs> I would also I love to see Diane Keaton's Amanda Kruger as well. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. The most neurotic Amanda Kruger ever. No, Diane Weiss would be selling the Avon lady stuff and exactly. uh, just having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> just get both the Dianes in here. Both of them. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dueling Amanda Krugers. Yes. They could both be playing the part of, yes, her. Um, this was the highest grossing slasher released in 1989, which says go. very little, though. Yes, <laughs> because it's also the second lowest grossing film in the franchise. Didn't they all make about five dollars in the th- like? Because it was it was this Halloween five, and Jason Takes Manhattan, and they all made yeah. like twelve dollars. Yeah, uh, this made about twenty two million dollars. Um, the budget wasn't very high; though. it was eight million dollars, con- relatively. Um, so it made some money, but nowhere near previous entries. Yeah. Um, but, uh, what else here? 
Um, some stuff from critics, probably. Ooh, that's gonna be brutal. Not so great here, you know. Thirty uh, percent, which is a little higher than I actually oh. would have expected from <laughs> yeah. critics, but uh, <laughs> there you Not go. Bad. Uh, yeah. So the New York Times says um, the film doesn't pretend to be anything more than it is—a genre film that won't totally insult your intelligence or your eyes. <laughs> What's okay. a rave review? <laughs> it won't totally insult you. Thank God. I mean, wow, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> It's kind of passive aggressive. Uh, what is that? Yeah, a little bit here. <laughs> Los Angeles Times says uh, a dynamic, fully visual, fully vi- visually realized experience, complementing the acting, set design, and directing. Okay. All right. Uh, well, that doesn't say yeah. Washington Post said the plot is confusing, short and sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that as a blurb. <laughs> Just. What is confusing? Watch Stick it post. on the DVD box. Yeah. <laughs> Was it Diane Weist or Diane Keaton? We couldn't tell. We can't tell. <laughs> I, I actually wrote that review at the time, so. Aha, that makes sense. Ah. You time tra- <laughs> traveled back and taught yourself at not even one years old to, like, you know. Yeah, exactly. Become a member of the Washington Exactly. <laughs> Perfect. What else do they have to write write about then? Come on. Oh, okay. Uh, Speaking of time travel, did you see they're doing another goddamn fucking time travel slasher? (sighs) What is up with this? Yeah, they can't even get creative with the descriptions. It's the same, it's Back to the Future meets Scream. I'm I'm like, like, did we just see that like twice this year? (laughs) Why? (laughs) What's going on? (sighs) I'm so confused, Kevin. (laughs) This plot is confusing. The, oh, I don't get it. I don't get it. Either. And it, you know, so it's silly. not going to be like a real slasher. It's going to be another one of these comedy slasher things. And it's, yeah. I'm just bored of them. I'm bored. I know. We need to move on as, uh, a, as a society. Yeah. Uh, oh, well. But anyway. Uh, oh, what else? What is uh, Robert England had some stuff to say here. He says, uh, I met Stephen Hopkins, who's like the handsomest man in Hollywood. At a Thai restaurant in Culver City, Stephen was doing storyboards, and he's such a great illustrator. And I said, uh, "Take me now." Wow. Um, well, goddamn, Robert. <laughs> I, well, <laughs> no there lube, you go. no nothing, no prep. Just yeah, let's yeah. go for it, huh? Yeah, he's like that. That's a perfect dream sequence. I get it. Um, that's all he had to say to me, and show me his doodle on a napkin, and I was hooked. <laughs> Showed his doodle. Eh? <laughs> his doodle, yeah. <laughs> Why is the story vaguely sexual? What is this? I, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Robert, I, I'm going to need you to rethink the way you tell these stories. Yeah, yeah. Take me now with your doodle. <laughs> God, what the hell, Robert? I have a lot of questions about this. Man. He apparently liked the insane asylum scenes. Probably because he didn't have to wear the fucking makeup for once. Yeah, really. It's like my skin can breathe. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, there was a floating crane camera, I guess, that was moving around. And uh, about a hundred extras in there. It's crazy. A hundred maniacs. Ma- yeah. <laughs> Maniac extras. Bastard son of a hundred maniacs. <laughs> I think in the in one of the other episodes, I said it was a thousand maniacs, which is not right. It's it's only a hundred. Mm. 
Only 100. A yeah. 1,000 would be a little extreme, okay? Yeah. Man. Oh. Poor nun. Poor nun. I know. Although, again, how homophobic was she? You know? I don't know. <laughs> she was problematic. Uh. Oh, Amanda. Mandy, Mandy, Mandy. This is how they used to cancel people back in the day. Exactly. <laughs> Just put them in a room with in. a with a hundred or a thousand. We don't know. Uh, who, maniacs here. Who who can tell? Who can say? I wasn't counting. You know. I do find it fascinating that in Dream Warriors, this tower that we find mm-hmm. Amanda in, it's just like it's not really very very architecturally interesting. <laughs> it looks like it's like an office yeah. build building somewhere. But right. now in this world, it is like a full on fucking fairy tale castle somewhere and i love I feel... that it's like an upgrade you know hellraiser had come out by this point and yes I, I i feel like there's a lot of hellraiser influence in this movie like somebody watched it and was I like see that i kind of like that and what year did um part two come out that was 88 yeah so that was so, the year yeah this was probably being considered and conceived just like all the gothic imagery and like i said mm. some of the deaths are just kind of weirder than they have been in the past and yeah i, I don't know I, I can see some influence i here. can see this being a pretty good little triple bill with the first two yeah yeah i don't know um in an interview in 1990 for predator 2 hopkins said he was disappointed with the final product stating it was a rush schedule uh without a reasonable budget and after I finished it, New Line and the MPAA came in and cut the guts out of it completely. What started out as an okay film with a few good bits turned into a total embarrassment. I can't even watch it anymore. <laughs> oh. Wow. Well, that's but you know, if this movie cool. had made a ton of money, he probably would have been saying the exact opposite because that's usually how it goes with these things. Like <laughs> well, if the movie maybe. bombs, you, the director's like, oh, you know, I, I kind of disown that. But if it's really great, like if it makes a ton of money, they're like, well, you know, it had some good stuff in it. Uh, you know, it was fun. <laughs> It was such an honor to work with New Line. Yeah, it was an honor, really. Motion picture event of the motion of picture, the year. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to see what happens next. But yeah, if it makes you know two two bucks, they're like, oh, I knew it. I knew it was going down yeah. a dark road. Did I even direct that movie? I mean, I think it was Alan Smithy. I'm not sure. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> the great. If he really Alan didn't Smithy. like it. He could have just said it was made by Alan Smithy. That was still a yeah. while back then, right? Yeah, he could have. Yeah, I think they they should allow that again. They should allow mm-hmm. the Alan Smithy cr- cr- credit to come back. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot so. of movies. I'm sure people are like, I wish I could have said Alan directed that one. Right, right. Is your mic like moving around a little bit right now? Not really. Way? No. Uh-uh. Okay, I don't, it's making like a weird like swishing noise. Oh, that, no, that's not. just me. I'm on the sea. Oh, okay. All right. I'm recording <laughs> this live from uh, from the Jason. I don't know. From <laughs> takes Manhattan. Yeah, the yeah, boat from <laughs> Jason's boat. We're going to Manhattan from Crystal <sighs> Lake. We're gonna. <laughs> Gonna go hang out with the Muppets in Manhattan. You betcha. Miss Piggy on the roller skates. Taking a show and yeah, all that good stuff. Wow, wow. Yeah, that's most of the stuff here. Uh, Not a lot. Not a lot to report about this one. So, uh, what's going on in this movie? Alice is having some sex. Right. So, and we didn't change the actress actress this time. No, no. It's <laughs> we we still have our two survivors. 
Yeah. In the flesh. Um, yeah. And they're having kind of a softcore Skinamax love scene at the beginning. Yeah, that also kind of plays up this kind of almost erotic thriller pre-era thing. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Sex equals terror. Mm-hmm. Never ends well. And what is um, going on with sorry what, Freddy's eyeball in the poster of this one? I'm looking. I forgot. <laughs> it's just like popping oh, out. Didn't his eyeball pop out in the in the Dream Master one too? Yeah, like this one is just out. very. Yeah. Anyway, continue. Uh, well, yeah. Um, and so yeah, they're having some sexy time, and Alice is like, "I need a shower," and she goes in. And the shower starts making weird sounds and the drain is all clogged up and there's like diarrhea coming out of it and shit. And like, and she starts like trying to turn off the water because it's like the pressure is really good. Like it's really strong. And she's mm-hmm. like, ah, too much mm-hmm. pressure. But um, in, instead she twists the knob off and this geyser of water just like pushes her up against the wall and she's like trapped because it's one of those glass sh- showers with, you know, the door and stuff so she's pressed up against the door and she's drowning and then all of a sudden it she like breaks through and she falls and she gets back up and she is now in some sort of asylum and she's like this is very Mm -hmm. strange and she all of a sudden like transforms into amanda krueger in full nun garb and everything and she is living the moment where amanda was locked in by mistake in the asylum with these hundred maniacs and one of them looks oddly like freddy we we really don't know we we didn't keep (laughs) track and the two guys that are like taking account don't really seem to know either they're like yeah it's a hundred let's go let's just go this is stupid they're all here (laughs) who cares we're gonna go um they've got like a plane to catch or some shit and Mm -hmm. um and so she's locked in there and all these maniacs surround her and she's going ah she wakes up and she's like oh thank god it's a dream thank god um and dan's all like are you okay and she's like yeah and then she turns around and dan is has transformed into one of the maniacs who looks an awful lot like freddy krueger but not without all the Mm -hmm. without all the burning um because Mm -hmm. it is robert england without the makeup right and um for for some reason he's dressed in rags like i guess that's how they assumed they dressed the insane asylum i guess so back in the day um and she's like ah and then she wakes up from bed and it's just an another dream and everything's fine and so she takes mm-hmm. a shower and she's like okay cool and it's graduation she's graduating from high school and as we said dan is the valedictorian which means something really went wrong in this school and um <laughs> and he's and he's just like let's blow this pop stand, pop stand. And, he's, <laughs> and he's got those like weird like joke store gla- glasses on like those those weird little you know, like you know, what do they call yeah. those things? With like the weird eye, eye, eyeballs. I I'm like, is, is that appropriate, eyes. Dan? Yeah, it's yeah. Like, it's it's yeah. a strong choice. And um, mm-hmm. we meet Alice's friends that uh, I guess she made after all the ones that died in the last one. Um, good for her for moving on within a year. Um, <laughs> Pretty quickly, yeah. <laughs> she's she's got um Yvonne, and she's mm-hmm. got Mark, and she's got mm-hmm. Greta. And uh, Greta is like trying to be a supermodel because her mom is like a like Mama Rose who's like pushing her into this mm-hmm. shit. Um, that is not what like, a cover girl puts in her body. Greta, she's always like, <laughs> "What? What? Are you doing? <laughs> we have photo opportunity, dear." <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go gnash my teeth for the paparazzi. Um, You're right. And, is this uh, like a 
Aunt Martha in the sleepaway camp kind of here? Are they related? I could see it. I could see that. And uh, so she's not very happy with that. And they all want to have a big party. And Yvonne works at the hospital, I guess it's like a candy striper or some shit. And she also is a swimmer. So she has the keys to the pool. And she's like, hey, I've got this idea. I've got the keys to the pool. I'm going to be practicing. We can have a big party there. And they're all like, yay, let's do that. And Mark has a thing for Greta. And you can kind of tell. And like he's just like a weird like comic book kid that's like his main main thing he doesn't really care for his dad either because his dad seems kind of obnoxious and um and alice is kind of bombed out because you know she didn't see her dad there and also she had that dream and dan's like what's wrong like we're supposed to go to paris i got the tickets it's gonna be fun and she's like well i had this dream and i wasn't in in control and dan's like but was kruger there and she's like i don't think so but like it just felt weird and i don't know i'm just (laughs) in like a weird place And he's like it's gonna be fine don't even think about it and then as she's leaving she sees that her dad was there and he didn't want to embarrass her because everyone knows of him as a drunk and Right. And it's actually really sweet, and, and they have a little moment, and he's really proud of her, and, and he goes to meetings now. He's doing so well, you guys. He's doing really well. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he's like, you want me to take to take you to work? Well, I'll drop you off. And she's like, no, I'm going to cut through the park. And so she cuts through the park. It's a nice, beautiful day. And then all of a sudden, it starts getting kind of cloudy, and she sees these kids dressed in white, which is always a terrible sign in these movies, uh, sing, singing a damn nursery rhyme about Freddy. These little girls oh and she's like oh no and then the park just gets darker and darker now it looks like it's like you know midnight and she sees these these big steps to this gothic looking place and amanda kruger is just standing on the steps and she follows her up to this big castle looking asylum yeah what do you think these little girls do when they're not like haunting are they like a like a, a two person cabaret act somewhere to make money? Um, maybe. maybe. With what little do jump they ropes. Do? I mean, I they can't know. be jumping rope every day. No, day. no, yeah, you, you, you gotta. Sounds exhausting. Variety is the spice of life, little girls. Maybe they just watch like Nickelodeon, and I, I don't know. Maybe there's one sequence in this that made me think of Nickelodeon. It's when she opens the fridge <laughs> and everything just kind of like yeah. dies, <laughs> you know, <laughs> decomposes. And I was like, that's very Nickelodeon. It is right. It's like, yeah. Yeah. I like that. Um, so yeah, Alice follows Amanda into this asylum. And then all As of one a sudden yes. she, As one she, she sees like this weird, like baby carriage thing. That's like decked out with spikes. And so of course she follows it. <sighs> And she goes up the stairs, and then I guess she trips on a stair and then somehow lands on a gurney and is now mm-hmm. giving birth um, as Amanda. And Amanda is, like, wheeled into this operating room where everyone is very concerned with her because it's a breech birth. And, and she's like, I don't want this baby. Ah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a monster. And they're like, it's one of God's children. Don't worry. But then she gives birth, and um, Alice is watching. And this baby comes out and it is everyone's not sure how to handle it, you know, because when you have an ugly baby, what is the protocol? You know, like, do you say, oh, it's beautiful. Or do you say, Jesus Mm -hmm. fucking Christ, that is really an ugly baby. Mm -hmm. And these people are struggling with that. 
and they're all like, it's one of God's children. And um, then the baby just kind of like escapes and starts like running towards Alice. And so she kind of jumps as one would. And the baby goes through the doors. And so she follows the baby and is now in the chapel from the last film, uh, which has looked better. And so this baby somehow finds Freddie's discarded clothes and glove that were still in there and crawls inside of it. And Alice is trying to stop the baby, but the baby's like screaming this weird high pitched wail, which makes all these beams fall down and the floor splits in half and Alice goes flying and, um, and the baby goes into the clothes and is somehow like reborn into Freddie and then things explode again. And there's a lot of explosions in this. There's movie. a lot of explosions. And mm-hmm. just because they're cool. They're like, we don't have a script, yeah. but we do have explosions. Yay. Right. Um, right. And uh, then Freddy's all like, it's a boy. Ha, 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 ha. And you're like, dad, you're embarrassing me in front of my friends. This is not good material. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's all like, oh, no. And then Amanda comes in and she's all like, you are a monster from the depths of hell. And I will send you back there. And he's all like, will she, bitch? And just disappears into a cloud of smoke. And then (laughs) Alice is like, hey, girl, who are you? And she's like, look for me in the tower. And then she just like disappears, too. And the doors close. And she's like, hey, wait a second. And she goes through the doors. And now she's in the Crave Inn, the diner. Which, did you get what they did there? The Crave Inn. (laughs) So funny. So funny. So funny. Did Freddie write that line? And yeah, um yeah. and she's in there and and her her co-workers like where have you been? It's been 4 hours since you were su- su- supposed to be here and she's like I don't know. Like I don't think I fell asleep walking to the park. Like how is this possible, you know? Mm-hmm. And she's like that's very strange. So she goes to call Dan who is at the party, the pool party with everyone and they're having a good time mm-hmm. and we discover that Mark is really scared of blood. Um I don't know why we need to know that because it doesn't really add yeah, much. It doesn't really add anything. Um, and Dan's got his shirt off, which is great. Which know, is just, very yeah, nice. As much as possible. We yeah. appreciate that. And um, yeah, so Dan gets this call and Alice is all like, I don't know what happened. I dreamed about for Freddy. He's back. But I wasn't dreaming because I, be- I didn't fall asleep. This is weird. And so Dan gets in the car and he's driving. And uh, I guess he kind of nods off a bit because all of a sudden the program he's listening to on the radio takes a dark turn. It's like a kind of a talk Mm -hmm. program. And all of a sudden his 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 mom is on the line and she's like, I'd like to talk about my son, my stupid fucking son, Dan, who's with that ungrateful slut whore, Alice. And he's like, Mom, (laughs) And, and then like Freddy's. Um, in the passenger seat and he's like listen I would kill the ungrateful piggy and then like his seatbelt wraps around him and Freddy is taking the champagne that Dan bought for Alice and pouring it all on himself and dissolving his arm and just sticking it to the ceiling for some reason <laughs> I don't know why yeah. and then like they crash and Dan like flies out of the windshield and ends up in the pool where everybody's gone and he's like oh no and he's like i can't get my keys to the car because they're locked in this room so he goes outside and finds a motorcycle which just starts on up 
um, which is weird. And uh, and so he decides, I'm going to find Alice that way. But unfortunately, he's still dreaming. And as he's going down the highway in this motorcycle, Freddie, his face pops up on the 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 dashboard thing and mm-hmm. uh, starts like injecting him with this stuff in his leg. And it's really confusing in this R rated version. I seem to remember the uncut one it goes into a little more detail about what exactly yeah. is going on, but he's mm-hmm. in- injected with some stuff. And then like the wires are stuck into his fingers and then his mm-hmm. like skin falls off and, yeah. and he's like this weird Cenobite looking creature now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he wakes up like right as he's about to be hit in his car with a truck and which is like just just down the street from the diner right down the street he's super close and it seems like this weird like vision where she sees him like she sees dan's soul like falling down her womb or something right and it seems like i mean i would guess wes craven saw this because he brought back like a version of this death in new nightmare with oh uh, yeah i guess space driving the car and everything kind of yeah yeah. I never thought about that. Yeah. It's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Hmm. hmm. Wes, you little <laughs> you little borrower you are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, he was, you know, he was commenting on the whole franchise by that point, so it kind of oh, makes sense. True. That, you yeah. know, it's like we're we'll do this, but yeah. That is true. Um and yeah, so Alice goes outside because she hears she hears 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 a big crash and Dan has crashed in front of the diner and she's like, No, and then somehow he wakes back up and is like hey Alice want to make babies and she just faints as one would which Mm. is also weird because you're like is she dreaming no she can't be dreaming she's serving coffee to patrons how can you be asleep so you're like what's going on here and so she wakes up in the hospital with Yvonne and she's like what happened and she's like Dan had an accident and there's also a little problem you are a little bit pregnant and she's like uh what that's not good. <laughs> that can't be good. And then later on that night, she she dreams that there's this kid who shows up from like the ward, and is all like, "Hi, my name's Jacob, and and I I am creepy." And he just like leaves. And then this kid looks like, familiar. This kid, I always done? thought he looked like like a like a baby Jake gyllenhaal for some reason i could see that <laughs> i don't know why i'm looking up his uh filmography He's done here some stuff. he was in something as an adult recently i yeah, think it was like uh, an episode of glee. a sitcom was he on glee yeah, well he let's see he was in um raising hope apparently and um, maybe it was raising hope yeah yeah and i was like oh my god that that's the kid from nightmare five that's funny oh he's in he jurassic park ex- exactly that's the same what, okay okay like the first one that's what it says anyway oh wow but what was it who was he just a few years later huh yeah i haven't seen that movie in forever i gotta get on that no no that was a good movie he plays a volunteer boy so not a volunteer boy major character here okay Okay. um and so (laughs) then the next day alice is asking yvonne like hey uh who is that kid that showed up named jacob and yvonne's like huh she's like i guess he wandered in from the children's ward she's like we don't have a children's ward here and she's like oh what how strange and um 
so then she's like tr- trying to explain this whole thing to her friends and her friends aren't really taking it seriously like she's like listen there's this guy named freddy he killed i don't know 20 to 30 kids who's counting Give or take. um <laughs> <Really>? you know <laughs> and uh he's gonna come after us and his mom is amanda krueger and she goes through the whole backstory we all know that by this point and they're like alice have you tried sleeping and <laughs> she's like listen y'all are not taking this seriously at all and Greta's all like, you know what? If there's someone coming after you, they're going to have to come through us first. And she's like, yeah, that's what I'm afraid of. This has happened <laughs> that's before, <the> point. okay? <laughs> stay awake, bitch, okay? Come on. <laughs> and unfortunately, Greta does not stay awake because she's having this big dinner par- party with, with her mom. And all these people mm-hmm. are there. There's like a photographer that's like, I work for Ford Modeling. And Greta's just like barely staying awake. She's not eating anything at the party. And her mom's all like, mm-hmm. Greta why aren't you eating and she's like uh my friend died i'm not really hungry and she's like but we have guests it's rude she's like i'm not hungry and and she's like i'm i'm you're always getting on me about you know what i should eat and she's like that's why we diet dear so we can eat during these parties and not upset the guests and she's and like she okay, breaking out into- i'm just gonna just fucking eat everything how about that mm. and then freddie shows up and he's all like oh i got food for you and he like sticks her into this like this like it looks like one of those baby feeding things what are those things called it's like a it's like a an actual name that i can't think, high, think of now high chair high, but there's another chair? yeah there's another thing i don't know yeah it's like that's what her chair turns into he like locks her in there yeah. and starts like bringing out this this big doll that i guess is supposed to be her and he like slices it in half and starts to feed her like intestines and her face gets all fat and chubby and her mom's just like oh keep eating yes nothing but the best for greta and like the people there are like sucking on their forks and shit like it's you know dick and it's just it's just weird it's very strange should have been scored scored with like it does kind of look like a a scene from beale juice in in a way yeah it does and the mom is like a little bit like Catherine o'hara yeah a little bit yeah delia Hmm. a little over the top a little stylish yeah a little bit Um, where's the soundtrack anyway that the the previous one had such a great like soundtrack and this one like where are the good songs like this one's more sedate like it's more it it, yeah it it is more gothic and kind of like mournful and kind of gloomy yeah it's like a more serious film this was the one they were going to submit for oscar consideration they were (laughs) this was their heavy issue film of the year Uh... and it just didn't work out well um but Uh... does have a heavier kind of a quality um yeah and so then greta in real life wakes up and she's choking and she falls to her death on the on the table and they're all like greta are you okay greta? <laughs> and she's not because she's dead and <sighs> then alice is like trying to make food for her and, her and her dad and all of a sudden like all the the stuff in the refrigerator like you were talking about goes bad in like this creepy claymation looking <laughs> way and then yeah. greta is somehow <laughs> attached to like the side the side of it and she's all like help me and then like alice is trying to help her but then freddie like pushes through and grabs her and closes the fridge and she's all like oh no he got he got <laughs> greta has a little note on the fridge it just says die, like, bitch. die bitch once again <laughs> with, with the bitch he's like a drag queen uh, yeah um <laughs> and so then like 
Mark is understandably upset and they're trying to figure out what to do. And Alice is like, okay, I've got a plan. Um, Yvonne is not having any of it. In fact, there's, there's like a big mm-hmm. fight and Yvonne's like, you guys are crazy. I'm going to go. And they're like, yeah. fine, leave. And um, so then Alice is like, okay, just watch me while I sleep. I'm going to try to figure this whole thing out. And if it looks weird, wake me up. And so she goes to sleep. Mark keeps watch. And Alice ends up at, you know, the classic Elm Street house, um, mm-hmm. which has also looked better. It is yeah. still decomposing slowly. Yeah. And um, that's where she sees Jacob again. And she's all like, what are you doing here, little boy? And he's like, this is where my friend lives. And she's like, your friend is like, yeah, he tells me all these things. And it's obviously Freddy. Freddy's been getting to this baby and telling him all these horrible things. And mm-hmm. especially about like how like he Alice apparently doesn't love him and doesn't want him and all this shit. Mm-hmm. And so Alice is trying to persuade him to like stick around. And then somehow Mark falls asleep and ends up in the dream and at some point he gets cut somehow and then he like passes out because he's yeah. you know scared of blood mm. and then they wake up and they're all like oh my god this must be real how crazy is this and at some point alice goes to have a sonogram and it turns into like a weird surreal scene where like she's seeing freddy through the sonogram screen and there's like all these souls that are being fed to him like in her mm-hmm. womb or something it's this and is where the movie starts to out. i lose yeah, it a little this, bit yeah like, this I'm, scene I'm in particular is just zone out a little bit here very odd yeah like i kind of get what they were going for but and then and then like also her entire body starts getting like charged with this blue electricity and you're like what is happening what's going on and the doctor seems very alarmed by her freak out she's all like oh my god this is he wants my baby oh and yeah. um she's dis- discovering that freddie's getting to her through her unborn baby's dreams and when she comes back home for some reason dan's parents are there and they're all like hey um so we've noticed you're having a psychotic break uh how about we take the baby and she's like no this is my baby and they're like well you're fucking crazy how about we take the baby and she's like no you don't understand this is dan and i's baby i'm not gonna let you have my baby it gets very intense for a bit you're like wow this is very hard-hitting drama that's the thing like there's scenes like this where it's like okay clearly some rosemary's baby you know drama type thing here but then it just gets so weird and everything just gets i don't know bizarre and i can't follow it yeah because from this point on it's just sort of very hard to follow um because yvonne decides to go swimming while alice and mark are gonna i guess try to do some dream shit too and they fall asleep and Mark is like pulled into his comic and mm-hmm. he is chased by Freddy. But then he turns into his character that he creates the sort of like the phantom something right. and right. blows him away. But it doesn't work because Freddy turns into super Freddy. Right. And then like slices him in half as like on a technical level. It's a cool it's really sequence. Neat. 
It's really but cool. I just don't really care about this character that much. Like they just haven't really no. made me care about any of these characters really. And I that's, think that's, that's the I think problem, the, especially yeah. after dream warriors and dream master where they go to such lengths yeah. to really kind of flesh them out more so than a lot of right. these other kinds of movies would do. This one feels mm-hmm. a lot more kind of typical cliche slash slasher characters right where you just right. don't care about them that much and yeah. that does kind of hurt the movie but there, mm-hmm. there there is one scene in this per- particular bit where um mark feels something drip dripping on his head and mm, he looks yeah. up and there's this big doll of greta yeah, that's like bleeding and it's really fucking creepy <laughs> mm-hmm. it's like the creepiest part of the movie yeah. and and she's all like, Mark, help me. And Freddy's like eating her, like like scooping up her intestines and stuff. It's like, yeah. she's delicious. And then he just throws her off the balcony and she just smashes. It's really creepy. Like that was so fine for the R-rated cut, apparently. Like the NBA yeah. was fine. Like that, that's fine. That's fine. They were that, cool they, with that. And I believe cool they actually <laughs> they left that in the TV cut of the movie. Because the first time I yeah. saw this, I was like, yeah. that's fucked up that's creepy yeah, as hell i remember too yeah um and uh yeah so then mark mark is killed and they justify it by um he was hacked to pieces because everything in the warehouse where he works just like fell on on him like it all just caved in so it looks right. like he just you know was squished to death um and so once again everyone's like oh well you know just another crazy accident um Mm -hmm. but then yvonne during this whole thing has fallen asleep in the hot tub and she dreams that the high dive turns into like a weird like freddy hand and she has to jump off and she ends up not in the pool but in like this weird like toxic waste well or something that's in Mm -hmm. the asylum i don't i don't understand where she is um and Alice is dreaming about this whole thing and she pops in and she impales Freddy with like a pool scooper thing. I don't know why this is there mm-hmm. either. Um, and then now Yvonne's like, oh, I get it. Okay. Freddy's real. So yeah. now Yvonne's kind of on Alice's side. So they decide they have to find Amanda's remains in the tower and put her to rest so that she can fight Freddy for them. And um yeah, that's basically the finale of the movie. Is like they they go to sleep and Alice is just like wandering through the asylum trying to find Freddy and at one point she Im- impales him with that little um carriage thing with the spikes. But that of course right. does not work and he comes back and then Jacob shows up and she's all and and he he's all like you don't love me you you don't want to want to be my mommy and all this stuff and then mm-hmm. Freddie is like trying to turn him against Alice and it turns into kind of like labyrinth where there's like these stairs that are going in like different directions it's like, like up and down labyrinth like and also like thing. Hellraiser two with like all the the weird labyrinth type sequences yeah. and that too yeah. It's very odd, and then like at some point, Dan shows back up at the Craven. There's like a little mm-hmm. s- section of this weird hellscape where he's like, "Hello, son," and Alice is like, "Don't do it." And then he turns into Freddy, and then there's more chasing, and 
then they finally end up on top of like I guess it's the the stained glass window from the chapel. They're just mm-hmm. like standing on top of this. And then Alice at some point just morphs into like a Freddy looking creature. I don't know why. And then somehow like her head is entangled in Freddy's head. And then Amanda shows up because Yvonne actually discovers her corpse and frees her. And she's like, thank you. And just like dissolves. And then Amanda shows up in the dream and is all like, Freddy, you won't get away with it. And somehow like she transfers the babe. Like it's so, it's so fucking confusing. I don't mm-hmm. know how to describe mm-hmm. it. It's like Jacob somehow is persuaded by Amanda to pretend that he's on Freddy's side, mm-hmm. which I guess includes him turning into like a f- Freddy face. All of a sudden he has like a fre- Freddy face and he's all like, Hey, I want to learn from you. Teach me. Hey. And then he just vomits on Freddy. And what comes out of, out of his mouth is this weird, like string of souls that like go through Freddy and are like pulling him. And one of them is Dan's soul. The other's Mark. The other is Greta. And they're like kind of pushing him towards Amanda and then, like, one of them is the Freddy baby, which gets out, and then Amanda picks that up and brings it to her stomach, and it just dissolves into her stomach. Mm-hmm. And then Alice finds the Jacob baby and does the same thing, and it dissolves into her stomach. And then Amanda's all like, oh, just leave. Just take take your baby and leave. And then the F- Freddy glove pops out of her stomach, and she just screams as a bunch of doors start flying off the it's a cool sequence i have no idea what's going on but you know with the doors just like slamming and slam and slam but yeah yeah i mean it looked it looks great but it looks cool huh it's cool i don't know what was really resolved here um and then there's like a little epilogue where it's just like alice yvonne her dad and um the baby just chilling in the park and they're like everything's great until you see another little fucker dressed in white doing the damn Freddy oh, Chan. You're God. like, really? Can they not have a so, day in peace? Are we still in the dream? Or is Who knows? are these kids just normal kids? We don't know. We don't know. know. Cut to black. Cut to black. Play the fat boys. Is it the fat boys and, that did this one? Or is or was that oh remember. that was the other one, right? The nightmare on my street. Master? Whatever. I can't remember who did this one. I can't remember. I thought it was the fat boy. I think I think that might have been part four though, because that, that's one that's like yeah. Freddy, Freddy. Right. It's like that, yeah. <laughs> just like that. It's good shit. Good shit. <laughs> but yet once again, the soundtrack for this one a little sedate, a little uh, not so much with the the fun pop hits. No, not so much. Trying to go for something different, but but except. And yeah, this random hip hop song just out of nowhere. Like yeah. it's not anywhere else in the movie that has no. any sort of influence, like any sort of like hip hop vibe. It's just so no. weird. But I think there was a music uh, video attached at the end of the tape. Oh, yeah, I'm sure there was. I'm sure there was. Yeah, they did love to do that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I'll I'll always have a soft spot for this one because it is the first one that I saw. So there's like a little yeah. piece of it where i'm like oh you know i still have to kind of appreciate it because it kind of got me into the series but yeah, it's as a, I mean, it's, it's 
it's not horrible at all. I mean, it's it's got a no. lot of creativity. It's beautifully shot. There's a lot of yeah. good atmosphere, and I like they bring back the char- characters. But yeah, there's yeah. just a part around the middle where it loses steam and never quite recovers. Yeah. Yeah, I like the idea of like him trying to get back into the world through like a baby. You know, it's very like mm-hmm. Omen Antichrist kind of thing here. Yeah. Um, yeah, Rosemary's baby, obviously. Uh, but yeah, the execution's weird. And just the fact that like Jacob is a fetus. So how is he also like eight years old or so, you know, like in these dreams? Like, I don't. <laughs> I think you're over. I don't understand. It, I, I maybe. Or did they underthink it, Chris? <laughs> I set you up for that. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I really don't. I don't understand it either. It's yeah. Uh, it is. It's got sort of. It's oh man. It's just kind of. It's it's upsetting because there is so much good stuff in this, but it just doesn't yeah. quite gel altogether. I mean, I kind of like the whole like gothic, dark fantasy, again, kind of Hellraiser ish vibe, and, yeah. and and even like West kind of brings that back for new nightmare during like the final sequence of like, let's oh, fight right. in this, yeah. like, you know, big cavern area here, big Gothic thing. So yeah, it, yeah, it's a movie. <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's fine. Like I, again, yeah, I, I know people expect us to have very polarizing thoughts on all these movies. Either it was the greatest thing ever made or the worst thing ever made, but here we are saying no, it it's is, not, it's neither. <laughs> it is perfectly surfaceable with a it's few yeah. moments of genuine brilliance yeah but it just i don't Flawed, i think i think I it say. needed a few more drafts a few more drafts maybe a few less writers i don't it sounds like there were people giving input who maybe mm, yeah shouldn't have been i don't know but yeah uh, it's like i i feel like this is what happens when you get to set with a script that like not everyone agrees on and you yeah. try to fix it while you're on the set. Mm-hmm. It never works out well, ever. No. No. Because they, they probably really fast-tracked this one because of the the last one's crazy amount of success. Yeah. So this one was probably the most rushed one of them all. Yeah. And it, it just, yeah. it, it does kind of show. Yeah. Very interesting. Thank God they had Freddy's oh. Dead to, you know, drag this fr- oh. fr- 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 <laughs> franchise back to greatness. Oh, yeah. Thank God they didn't end on a low note. <laughs> they went out with a high. That's, yeah. <laughs> if Freddy's Dead didn't exist, I feel like people would be, you know, saying how terrible this one is. But, like, since it does, Probably. it's, like, in comparison. <laughs> it's genius. <laughs> like, let's, it's, let's it's be great. honest. It's great. <laughs> Uh, yeah good god uh, yeah that was our journey through most of the nightmares Mm -hmm. it's quite a journey quite a journey I feel like I learned a lot about the world Mm -hmm. and myself Mm -hmm. and society my dreams everything yeah where to store your booze bottles you know where (laughs) All that stuff. Uh, you know, some some 
stuff about S&M I didn't really know. You know, I did not know it that. was so popular in Springwood, Ohio. There was a whole bar of just S and M folks. Good yeah, for them. Good for them. Good for finding them. their niche, even in Springwood. <laughs> Golly, good for them. Yeah. Wow. I learned about for Freddie's connection to the Manson family. I who knew? Huh? Alleged the yes. alleged and, and alleged. the alleged dream master <laughs> as well. Charles Manson. <laughs> Who knew? We did learn a lot wow. this month, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. This month plus, yes. Yes. And, uh, I don't know. Do you have a nice overlooked gem for folks? It's not nice, but it's overlooked. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's, it's called, um, Your Vice is a Locked Room. And only uh, I nice. have the key. God, those Jollo titles. Longest fucking title I've ever heard in my life. Uh, yeah. Um, and it really makes no sense because there's there's no locked doors or keys that I can rem- remember. Why would this, there be? It's basically be? <laughs> just like about this couple. Um, as you said, it's an Italian Jollo, so it's mm-hmm. very very weird. Um, and. This couple is not the best couple. They're having problems because the um, the wife is very sexually repressed. The husband is a racist, misogynist piece of drunken shit. Um, and so then there's these murders that are happening. And the wife is like, could it be my husband? He seems to fit the bill. He's kind of a piece of shit. Um and then something happened. I don't want to spoil it because there's like lots of f- fun little twists and turns, but it's it, it mm. sort of borrows elements of Edgar Allan Poe's The Black Cat at times. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. So there's there's some really cool st- stuff in there, but it's basically just like dysfunctional relationships and sexual erotic intrigue and murder and mayhem. Mm. Check, check, Italian check, check, style. Check. Mm-hmm. So if that doesn't yeah. intrigue you, I don't know what does. Hmm. Sounds like fun. I haven't is. seen it yet, but it's I'll, maybe I'll of, bump it it's up. It's kind of delightful in its own trashy way. I'll check it out. It's good trash. Uh, and you watched the um, Argento doc, right? I did. It was quite yeah. good. I wish it was about good. 14 hours longer, but you know that's ah, that's all. Usually okay. how it goes. Yeah. Yeah, it was only about like like a little over ninety minutes, and I'm like, this guy mm. made a lot of fucking movies, and like they don't yeah. even touch on like the last decade or two, you know. Oh, I mean, for yeah. reasons I'm sure, but I mean, <laughs> no like, Dracula 3D. On no, like you'd think they would have at least mentioned some of these, but they kind of yeah. stop at Sleepless. It seems and don't really talk much okay. about what happened after that. Um, so yeah, there's missed opportunities there, but it was it was pretty neat. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. It's on the shutter. Nice. Sounds delightful. And you are writing a inspired. I am. Jalo inspired film. Writing a Jalo. I'm so excited. It's a a really Southern Gothic gay ass Jalo. (laughs) How's your time? That's, that's, that's my title. (laughs) Um, Yeah. (laughs) gay ass giallo well you um, need to i hope you get somebody to like translate in, into italian and then i want you to dub over everyone in the <laughs> it would be so much fun that would be great actually 
<laughs> that'd be so cool uh, um i've thought i've thought about it i'm like okay if yeah. we just recorded all the dialogue on the set in one way but then, mm-hmm. but then if we dubbed it all later that would be so cool right right um but yeah it's gonna be pretty cool so far i've got about halfway through an outline and it's gonna be that's good it's gonna be pretty sexy and spooky well you got halfway through halfway through an outline is more than like most of them did when they were making these things so probably (laughs) probably so they were like we've got uh we got two scenes let's go make a movie we'll make it up as we go we got some great set pieces some yeah we're finding a weird object over here they're fucking over here they're yeah what more do you want what more do you want (laughs) we've got light gels we've got goblin on the soundtrack yeah what do you need from a movie besides that few people want too much logic what is this hollywood isn't uh not technically a jalo but italian horror isn't cemetery man getting like a 30th anniversary release yeah it did it got a nice yeah it came uh, out came out i need to 4k yeah i I think it was released on their um on severin's black friday sale i believe interesting with uh the 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 church and the sect Hmm. two other that's another um, one that uh yeah go ahead no no it's just a two other two other films in there yeah. films that he all also made yeah yeah that's another one where like the first half i can follow pretty well and the second half i have no fucking idea what's going on but i haven't seen it in forever i i bought it because i have a problem but um i haven't actually watched it again it's i can't remember the last time i watched it i just remember it was like Rupert Everett was naked, which which was which right. was he's nice. super hot in it, yeah. And then he brings a girl back from the dead, and uh, that's about all. I then remember. things just go fucking nuts. I I, I think people die. I couldn't I tell you know. what happens in the in the second half, but yeah, it's it's worth watching though. I definitely watch that. Maybe I'll watch that tonight and see if it's you know. Maybe you can. You it's can got the magic. Remind me. Remind me of what happens because yes. after a week you'll forget. So you might as well tell me. <laughs> Some of these Italian horror films are like that. I think we talked talked about that before with um, mm-hmm. Lisa and the Devil. I love that movie. Devil, yeah, I think mm-hmm. it's really cool. And every time I watch it, I've always forgotten what happens. Right, and then like didn't tell you a thing that happens. Yeah, thirty minutes after I watch it again, I'm like, what happened in that movie again? Like it's mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. is truly like having a dream. Where mm-hmm. exactly during it you're like this makes perfect sense this oh yeah, yeah all this is coming together and then once you wake up and you try to explain it to someone else you're like well there was there was a um there was a woman and i think there was a guy that had mannequins and i think he was satan i'm not sure and somehow she mm-hmm. ends up at like a mansion somewhere in the woods <laughs> and there's people have having sex and they die and yeah. then yeah. and i think she's a mannequin i don't know <laughs> and, and, and everyone's like what i'm like if you saw it if you were there you, you it would get it. kind of you make sense, it. maybe. Yeah. Because <laughs> it sort of makes sense as you're watching it. Yeah. In, a, in its own weird way. And then... Weird logic. Just, dream logic. Yeah. It's it's the closest thing to an actual dream ever put on film. Mm-hmm. Because it just drifts away the minute you, you're done. <laughs> it's so yeah. bizarre. Yeah, it's, it's true. Absolutely. <laughs> like, you can't connect the dots on how everything meets. Yeah. So bizarre. Yeah. So it's like I'm I'm kind of struggling right now. Like, do I want to make a movie that's like that, where it's really surreal and bizarre, or do I want it to be more like a kind of an American jalo, <sighs> like an Alice Sweet Alice or a Dress to Kill, where it does make more logical sense? 
like things kind yeah. of make more more sense i'm kind of torn i don't know in you're that, asking so. the wrong person i'm more of a logic person but i know, <laughs> I, know. I know some people fucking love the you know the weird no plot shit i'm usually oh, yeah. not me some sometimes if the visual aesthetic is good enough i will right. allow for it yeah but yeah yeah it's it's it's, it's a tough balance to find because i mean even yeah. some of the ones from the 70s like there are some that are basically just like a really oversexed hyper violent episode of like murder she wrote mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. and that's fine yeah. and then there's yeah, some that are like that with like random little surreal moments placed in there right. and right i mean even some of the Arge- argento stuff like deep red is pretty straightforward for pretty the most straight part forward. yeah Mm-hmm. But it does have kind of a surreal edge, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So maybe something more like that, where it's kind of a mix. Cool. Who knows? We'll see where it goes. Yeah. Who can say? Let's see. Who can say? Um. Who knows? What we're gonna do for the rest of the month. Stay tuned and find out, folks. Yes. <laughs> be a surprise. Uh, as always. Yeah. Yeah. You can follow us if you want. We're on Facebook and Twitter, HOHH Podcast. We're on Instagram, Homos and Haunted Hill, all one word. Uh, you can leave us a review on iTunes. Thank you to those who have, as always. And yeah, like I said, we'll see what we get up to in February here. Maybe something Valentine's Day adjacent. Keep an eye on your feed. You never know. We'll we might be taking you, a trip to uh, a certain canadian town mm. maybe mm. possibly maybe maybe so get your brewskis <laughs> out okay <laughs> okay i hope you know what we're talking about you'll find out <laughs> so excited <laughs> oh my gosh oh, oh shit oh crap oh crap <laughs> oh crap <laughs> Now we're in Minnesota. No, it's just, aren't they the same? I mean, really? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's heavily influenced, yeah. I mean, I feel like Canada is just like Minnesota with better like healthcare, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. Don't they have better healthcare there? Or is that just a rumor? They, they, I, I don't know. They, from what I understand, yes. Doesn't everyone I, I, I have hear better they have... healthcare than America? I don't that, know. <laughs> yeah, it seems like it. My oh, boyfriend boy. was just telling me about this, like, uh, some chemical that we put in pork here in the united states that is banned mm. every other country <laughs> oh shit and i'm like we're just digesting this stuff all the fucking time i'm like okay so depressing yeah and i was just having mm. this conversation with s- someone this week like everyone talks about like america is just the greatest we're the best it's like but we have so much to work on yeah like <laughs> needs improvement i i would say yeah it's time for our e pray love journey. You yes, know? as a, as Americans, we need to as think. Americans <laughs> go to Europe, learn a couple sabbatical. things. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if only, man. <laughs> God. Oh, it could be worse. We could be a Freddy baby. We could be <laughs> <laughs> so fucking ugly. The ugliest fucking baby I've ever seen. Like, what if a mother posted a picture of their baby on Facebook and it was that? Oh, like, God. look at my sweetheart. And be like, fuck that. Get this out is now. A joke. This, this is this can't be real. <laughs> like, am I a punk? Get that. Ashton Kutcher gonna come out. Demon away from me. <laughs> yeah. 
My little sweetheart turned one years old today. <laughs> one year and two months. Little Damien. Oh, why does it have those eyes? Oh, <laughs> those eyes. Why Look at his feet. Look at his so feet. Big. Oh, it's scary. <laughs> why does it scream like that in restaurants? They can't keep silverware on the tables. They can't. The plates keep smashing. Oh, uh, God. God, just God, imagine God. being stuck on a flight with that fucked up baby. Jesus. Oh, God, no. Just I don't want to imagine. That's what I'd be oh. calling for. Jesus. Yeah. Take take the wheel. And he'd be like, sorry, I'm out. Like, sorry, I'm busy. Oh, God. I'd be like. Wow. <laughs> <sighs> 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 oh, boy. What was, what, was, what, what was Jesus doing during these movies? He had better things to do than stop Freddy. Shows you how Listen. much he cares. He sent his messenger, Sister Mary Helena. Sister Mary. Her, yeah. His homophobic messenger. As we have decided. Who doesn't help any of the gays. No. Nope. <laughs> Didn't try to help poor Jesse in part two. Uh, no, like, not at all. You're on your own queer. <laughs> like, mm. <just> <laughs> she couldn't even show up. Keep you know, on dancing in your bedroom. Couldn't even be bothered. <laughs> Ugh, who knows why she didn't show up in part four? I don't know. She's had something better to do that day. I don't know. <laughs> I know, right? God, so rude. She's like, I think I'll let MC- this kid go through it for just one movie, and then I'll come back. Yeah. It's just a, yeah. It's like I think it was all the MTV. She was like... You know, God hates MTV. He hates all these, these these music videos. They're too the satanic. It, it, it was at the height of satanic panic. She was just mm-hmm. too ov- overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. She couldn't mm-hmm. save all the kids. No, she just couldn't. <laughs> They're beyond oh, re- re- redemption. Mm. Oh, Amanda. Amanda, come back, Amanda. Come back to the five of time, <laughs> Amanda. Amanda. If only. Okay, we One need to day. go now. We this need is to getting... goodbye, everybody. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Okay, bye. <laughs>